0: Welcome back to Your Journey to Happiness. Today is Season 2, Episode 36, Behave with Purpose. Alright, let's get into it. This is serious stuff, my friends. So, something um, came to light earlier today, and uh, it made me think. I think that um, it's very important to... To behave with purpose, to be able to, regardless whether it's work, personal life, whatever the case may be, I think it's so important to to make decisions, to do, to act, act, uh, or behave, and and have a reason for what you're doing. I think you need to, you you need to know. Why you're doing something, whether it's personal, whether it's 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 work, you you have to have you have to know why you're doing something. You have to behave and act with purpose, and um, and I think in, sometimes people just don't. I mean, have you had you know? It's obvious, more obvious in law enforcement, right? So, you know, I spent 23 years in law enforcement, and it was—it's more obvious in law enforcement, or I guess probably the military. Any situation where there's, there there are leaders, you know, sergeants, lieutenants, blah blah blah, right? So, I know with uh, when I was a cop with NYPD back in '92, you know, there was always an expression for a sergeant, a patrol sergeant or patrol supervisor, which was the same thing, who couldn't make a decision. He was called a, he was called shaky or say a shaky sergeant. He was wishy-washy, couldn't make a decision. He was immature, young. You know, he might have had like three years on a job, some horseshit like that, right? So, I think they rectified that problem since then. But uh, at the at, at one time, you could, I think, be a sergeant with like three years on a job it was ridiculous. So, there were times where if you had like a shaky sergeant, he'd come roll up on the scene. The guy couldn't make a decision. It was ridiculous. And why, 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 why do people, why are people unable to make? And we called it a command decision. You know, it's it, there was an expression in the police department. And I'm sure it is in the military that uh, you know I made a command decision today, or so and so made a command decision. You know, you make a decision in 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 the capacity of leadership, right? So it's either military or or usually. Uh, police you know law enforcement i'm sure it's in the private sector as well but i think it comes from me the law enforcement or, and or military right um so and so made a command decision like today for in fact literally just now i told somebody that today i made a command decision because that's just a common expression for me now based on my experience i was telling somebody that i made command a command decision today that tomorrow i am going to start going to the gym. I'm going to join a gym or start researching which gym to join and join a gym. I made a command decision which really means a decision with purpose and we all should make command decisions and actually that's probably what I should have titled this podcast instead of behaving with purpose but anyway it's the same thing. You have to in life you have to make command decisions of of whatever you want to do. There has to be something behind that you can't be wishy-washy and and a wet noodle and flip-flopping and all that shit. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, um, so it came to light today because I, I, I didn't realize it because I just, I'm not, I'm not used to that. But, there are people out there, unfortunately and sadly, that they cannot make command decisions or decisions in general. And, you know, I don't. I, I guess why the reason why is because they either a lack the confidence that to make the decision, they lack the confidence and or experience, um, or b they um, they're afraid that they're going to make a mistake. So it's either they don't know how to make a decision, they've never they never made forceful decisions or command decisions or be they just afraid they're gonna be wrong or make a mistake and I'm gonna tell you right now and I learned this from law enforcement that nine out of ten times the leaders of the leaders above you they and if they're grooming you to be a leader of some kind they would rather see you wait hold on one second Alexa play country heat radio I'm sorry I like a little country music as a background I'm going apologize for this. What I like. Alexa, louder. Alexa, play Country Heat Radio. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. I don't know why it's streaming on that device. Okay, there we go. Hopefully that's not too loud for you guys and gals. I like a little... Country music in the background. Where was it? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, leaders above you, whether it's corporate, military, you know, um, law enforcement, and if they're grooming Alexa lower volume, I have hearing loss due to uh, years of shooting on the ranges and law enforcement. So, I, even though I don't think it's loud, you probably guys you guys and gals guys, may think it's loud. So, all right. So, anyway, so leaders above you, they they if they're grooming you for leadership or they they would rather you make a decision even if you're gonna be wrong even even if you're gonna make a mistake they would still rather you make a decision you know have some balls make a decision make a command decision it's okay if you're wrong it's okay if you make a mistake obviously if it's if you're putting lives at risk that's another story so you know maybe they wouldn't prefer that but as you're learning how to lead It's important to make decisions not to to hesitate I know in my you know in law enforcement you hesitate people die simple as that okay so you have to make a decision assess the situation make a decision and even if it's not an uh, an immediate emergency situation whatever you're deciding you have to it's got to be purposeful your decision has to have something behind it you have to behave purposefully purposefully is that the right word you have to behave that's a tough one for me you have to behave purposefully okay you know what I'd rather say you have to behave with purpose and sadly there are people out there that don't they're very wishy-washy and that's not good for anybody it really is not it's certainly not good for the person making that wishy-washy or the person who's not making a decision and clearly it's not good for anybody else in, that that's involved right so, you know, first of all, let's, let's, um, let's give an example of how, how, um, how the inability to make a decision can affect other people. Let's say hypothetically, you're the type of person that you, and we'll get into why maybe the way, how this came about, and I'll tell you right now, I don't have an answer, I don't have a solution. But I have an idea of maybe why this came about. But let's 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 first identify what I'm talking about. Uh, behaving without purpose. Let's say hypothetically, you because you might know somebody. Do you know? Do you have a friend or or someone who or someone in your family that they just they don't they make this they I don't want to say make decisions, but they behave in such a way that they're clearly not making conscious decisions. They're flying by the seat of their pants, right? They're wishy-washy. They can't commit. They can't make a decision. They can't. What's the What's the expression? Either shit or get off the pot. Like they can't. They can't make a decision, right? So, for example, let's say hypothetically. Hypothetically, of course, I'm not gonna name names here. Let's say hypothetically, a man. Um, you know, wants to date. He wants to hopefully have a girlfriend, maybe get married or maybe he's old enough where he doesn't really need marriage, whatever case maybe, but he wants to get in the game socially. And let's say he doesn't, he has really not much confidence for whatever reason, we'll get to that. But let's say he's got not much confidence. So he's going to date someone that maybe, eh, is good for him, maybe not but he's just happy to get somebody on the line like he's fishing you know in the in the dating world he's fishing he's casting his line whenever he can and all of a sudden he caught somebody he's got somebody's attention for whatever reason maybe it's legit maybe it's not you know that's another that's another show a whole other show as dr phil would say but let's say this guy who's not big on confidence maybe not big on making command decisions he lands himself a female He's dating this female. It's not clearly it's not maybe going well. It's not the best relationship for him, but he's staying in it because you know, it's it's better than nothing, I guess, right? And this relationship goes on and on and on and it's really it's just a it's it literally to an outsider, it's like a waste of time. But you can't tell this person that because it's the only game in town. They're happy, whatever the case may be. And they don't realize that the more time they spend with this relationship that's really not working, they're preventing themselves from meeting someone who where the relationship may work. Like in investing, that's called opportunity cost. It's a risk. You know, you think, you think you're going to get a better deal, a better return, but you really don't. But yet you passed up the secure secure investment where you could have made that solid 6 6% return but you chased a 10% return but only got 2 so you really lost 4%, right? 6 2% you lost 4%. It's called opportunity cost. I actually learned that tonight in my uh as I'm studying for my Series 65 exam. <laughs> but anyway, so the point is, let's say this guy now he he Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't realize this relationship's going nowhere, and that's sad because it's sad that he doesn't realize that. Let's say he could go. He's wasting his time with this person, and he's literally preventing himself from, from meeting someone else that could be a better return on his investment, right? And then let's say this person is going on and on with this bs relationship that's not working and clearly it's not working so what is he doing he's 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 searching other you know opportunities right and let's say something comes along and again he's he's wishy-washy with this new one so he's going into it half fast. let me tell you something i'm gonna tell you right now a woman does not respect or desire, neither neither, a woman neither respects nor desires a man who's wishy-washy, a man who cannot make a command decision, a man who does not behave purposefully, or a man who does not behave with purpose. That is not attractive to a woman at all. So here's this guy that mm, is having a tough time behaving with purpose, meets another woman, gets another one on the line, and you know he's wishy-washy with her eh, you know he doesn't know what he wants to do and this and that and, all, and now all of a sudden now what's really happening is this guy is wasting the time of three pe- three people's lives himself and these two women you know and then like he's so wishy-washy with this new deal that let's say he kind of breaks up with this one doesn't even get off the ground or give the other one, the new one, a chance, because now he's clinging back to the other one, you know, wishy-washy fashion. It's like drama, you know, it's like wishy-washy drama. And again, he he's wasting the time of three people, himself and these two other women, that one is clearly not not, work, not working for him, and the other one he wasn't even willing to get a chance. So. So it made me think. And you know, I was talking to somebody about this today. I'm not gonna name names, but I was talking to somebody today and it really it was I was it really pissed me off. It really did because it's so obvious this person's wasting time. More I care about him, clearly, but I don't care about these two women, these two ding dongs. I care about him, but in essence he is wasting everybody's time, which isn't right. You shouldn't be wasting other people's time so if you're wishy-washy if you can't make a decision a you're wasting your time and b you're wasting the time of the people that's involved or the people around you so that's even worse in my in my opinion it's worse so i was trying to kind of get to the bottom of this a little bit this this drum dramatic situation and I was asking questions and something I, I I noticed a little bit prior that there's a communication problem with this person that they don't they don't communicate well and 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 we'll we'll get into why I think that is because I, I think it all ties in together but I'm asking this person questions not in a nice way respectful way like why did you do this why did you do that blah 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 i'm trying to understand this the scenario and cl- and they they were not answering the, they couldn't answer this person couldn't answer the questions the, and it was simple questions the person couldn't answer it the person kept deflecting and talking about the other person well because she did this and and whatever the ex-boyfriend came back and you know she felt she wanted to give the guy another like just like stupid shit (coughs) and again i had to ask numerous times and this is in text fashion which is stupid but that's another issue too why was it in a conversation that's something that you should that's another red flag why wasn't this a conversation why is it texting right and we'll get to that we'll get to why because it's important for this person to realize what's going on here. It's very important. It's, t- it's going to be a tough love situation. It is what it is. So I had to ask a second time, why did you do such and such? Again, no answer. Well, she... but, And I had to point out, I said, no, no. I'm asking you what you did, and you're telling me what they did. That's not the answer. And the person didn't get it. Clearly didn't get it. Didn't understand where I was going with this. I'm trying to understand why this person behaved a certain way, but since they they didn't have the capacity and or desire to be accountable, they wouldn't answer the question. For example, look at Corrine Jean-Pierre, the worst press secretary in American history. Peter Ducey will ask her, you know, is, is the administration okay with, you know, 10,000 plus googly-googos a day? Gooley Goo coming across Not even coming across but just Walking into our country because there's no border right And she, she Didn't want to answer that question first of all She didn't have an answer because there is none And she didn't want to answer it either way So right away she said well you know In President Trump's administration It was broken see they deflect She deflects And she does a bad job of it Because A she either Can't answer the question And or doesn't want to answer the question same thing with people that can't make a command decision, they're, they're not, they they they're not they, they don't have the capacity, or they don't want to be accountable, and I'll get into why that is, my experience, again, I'm not a, ther- a therapist, I'm not a guru, I'm just a, a guy with a bullshit psych degree, but I've lived a pretty full life, and I know people, that qualifies me, and if you don't like it, that's fine, I'm not here to make friends, so... This person could not answer the question. Kept going on and on and on about this issue that was over. See, that's another situation. The people that can't make decisions that don't behave with purpose, they can't let go. They say they want closure, but they can't get it. They can't. They don't. They really don't. They don't want closure. They can't handle closure because you know why? Because if there was closure, then that would mean that they'd have to move on. And people that don't behave per- with purpose, they can't move on. They keep wallowing. People that don't act with purpose, that don't behave with purpose, they wallow. And, and they're stuck in a quagmire of mediocrity. Their whole lives, they're in a, they live their life in a quagmire of mediocrity. They cannot move forward in life. And it's very sad to see this go on, to see this transpire, to see this in front of you. And and maybe you know someone like this, maybe there's someone in your family like this, but it's sad to see someone in front of you stuck. And they, and they just they wallow in mediocrity because they either don't they don't want to move on because they're afraid, or they don't have the confidence, or they have no idea how. So, so this particular person, they they say they want closure, but they're still involved because they can't close it out. Because if they close it out, what happens? Now they got nothing. So, in other words, this person would rather have two bullshit women or two half-assed relationships that he thinks he even has, which he really doesn't. He doesn't have either one of them. But he thinks he has these two relationships And he's wallowing in it half-assing it clinging to it why because he can't move on to the next one he can't actually have a real relationship he 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 doesn't have the capacity to have a real relationship because he doesn't behave with purpose he doesn't know what he does if you ask him he he can't answer the question he has no idea why he did this or did that or said this to this girl or said that to that girl he has no idea Because he doesn't behave with purpose. So he's always stuck in some horseshit quagmire. And he can't close it out because then he'd have nothing. He really has nothing now, but he doesn't realize it. He has, you know, one half-assed relationship thinking he could possibly have a second half-assed relationship, but he's really got nothing. He's got neither. And he doesn't realize it. Because to realize it, if it became real, then he'd have nothing. And that would be really sad to have nothing right it's better to have one and a half fake relationships than nothing i mean if you think about it i guess for that person it's better for you and i we see that that's messed up that that's crazy so but it all ties in to him not being able to make a decision because this person can't make a command decision Because this person can't behave with purpose, he's wallowing socially. Year after year after year, wallowing socially in a quasi-fake social environment. Not having a healthy relationship, not growing with somebody, not moving forward in life. And I, I suggested to this person that instead of wasting time... Wasting your time in the time of this this one woman that you think you have a relationship with, which you really don't. On paper, there's nothing there, and even if you look at it, there's nothing there. But you can't tell this person that they don't they don't they don't want to hear that because then that, that means they have nothing. So it, they don't want to hear that. So I suggested to this person instead of wasting everybody's time, which is what you're clearly doing more so you're wasting yourself your time you're wasting your own time meeting someone who could be good for you but he doesn't see it that way it's sad that he can't see it so i said to him instead of wasting time in this bullshit drama you think you have or you think that making you feel good whatever dopey excuses he comes up with to rationalize the bottom line is he has a he has no relationship but he's, he's rationalizing that he does, but he really doesn't. He has zero relationship with this particular woman. And and uh, and he and, um, so I, I suggested, listen, why don't you, instead of wasting everybody's time, because that's what you're doing, you're clearly wasting everybody's time, but he doesn't see it, sadly. I said, why don't you take this time to focus on you and develop yourself and be the best version, first of all, be a better version of yourself And then try and be the best version of yourself, you know. Man up and work on yourself. And sadly, he doesn't see it that way. He he doesn't he he doesn't have the ability to see it. And it's sad. It really. And I don't have an answer to that. I don't. If someone can't, if someone, you know, I learned with my two boys. Right? I learned, you know the expression, you, key, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink? I learned with my two boys, you can't even lead them to water. You cannot, I couldn't even lead my kids to water. Forget about getting them to drink. They didn't even want to go to water. Like, I was trying to get them involved in sports and all these other activities. Ah, oh, I don't want, I don't want to do this. Hey, you want to go to lacrosse camp? Nah, I don't want it. You want to do this? Nah, I don't want it. Like, that's how my boys were. It was ridiculous. So, here, this guy here is the same way. I can't lead him to water I can't because he just he doesn't have the ability he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have the capacity or he doesn't want to or he's afraid either way he ain't going in the right direction he's not moving forward and that's sad it's sad when, when in life you cannot move forward for whatever reason you cannot put one foot in front of the other and go into a different direction try something different that is sad he's wallowing in mediocrity because he doesn't behave with purpose now let's talk about possibly why people do not behave with purpose I think that it's possible that if they grew up not being able not having the opportunity to make a decision if they grew up with either one or two dominant parents that made their decisions for them literally their whole life then the person never had an opportunity to make their own decisions so now at 50, 60 years old they can't they can't make their own decisions because someone, whether it was a spouse, a, a, a controlling sibling, a controlling parent, or a domin- dominating parent, prevented them from making their own decisions. They made the decisions for them. Now, I know someone, in fact, this particular person, I, I have some ex- you know experience with it. I could be wrong, and that's okay. But I've observed this person, because we actually, um, well, we went to college together. So I observed this person in college, when you know every semester. Like, I don't know if you guys went away to college or not, but every semester you got to pick your classes, right? I literally observed this person, who was out of, going to college out of state, three thousand miles away. Every semester he would call his father, and his father would choose the courses he would tap that he would take for the semester. When I first heard that, I said to the guy. I said to the guy, I said, "I'm." I, is your, what, is your father, your father's picking your classes, he said, yeah, and I remember saying why, and I, and I don't remember why, because that's uh, asinine, literally asinine, that your parent is picking your college courses, are you kidding me, and, but that's what this person did, so now, it it came to light today, because I didn't, I didn't, I kind of forgot about that, and, and, The way I I saw this person behave today... Well, I should say non behave Because it was really non-behaving... He's not even making decisions. So, the way I saw him today... It it brought me back to that place... When he wasn't even picking his own classes in college. And so it made me think that... Holy shit... This poor kid... Never made his own decision for himself his whole life. And now he's 60... That's why he can't make a decision. And I know he's listening to this and it's going to hurt and it's it's tough love and I don't give a shit. It's tough love. He needs to hear this. And if, if you know somebody like this, it's up to you whether you want to share it with them. But I'm just saying, or if it's you, you need to hear this. If you spend your whole life somebody making your decisions for you. And now you're 50, 60 years old and you can't make a decision. That's sad, and I think that's why people, adults today, in their fifties and sixties, I think that's why they don't behave with purpose. Because I got a sad feeling that in their childhood, if not and or if not their whole lives, because maybe they went from domineering parents to domi- a domineering spouse, that they spent their whole lives or whole life unable to make a decision for themselves. And to me, that is so sad. That's like the That's like the opposite of tabula rasa, right? Tabula rasa is like a blank slate, right? Your mind is clear, you you go into something new and you and you're clear and you could absorb it all. This is like the anti-Tabula rasa where you there's nothing up there's nothing in you. Like you've didn't you've made you've not made a decision your whole life, so so you have no skills. Like you did you've got nothing. That you can make a decision that you can make a decision with now at 50, 60 years old. You, you, have, you literally have a blank slate, but in a bad way. Because someone took that away from you. Your ability to make decisions. Someone took that away from you. And that is so sad. And I don't think there's an answer for it. Or a solution. I, I, I don't think so. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for words or ideas. I don't even know how. <clears throat> how you could get out of that quagmire. I don't know how you could move forward. Because if you think about it, the person who grew up not making their own decisions, like I think this this individual had unfortunately experienced, whether it was a domineering parent, an overshadowing sibling, whatever the case may be, uh, he we never married, so it wasn't a... Narcissistic spouse like a a psycho spouse like I had that never gave me a voice or anything like that my kids But imagine Your whole life not making a decision for yourself in other words either a someone made the decision for you or b whatever decision you made was Was for someone else like you made decisions based on what you thought your parents wanted you to do and you know A lot of us grew up like that. You know that so Imagine someone never being able to make a decision for themselves. It's like, it's like, and now they're 50, 60 years old. It's like you're literally now 50. Let's say, let's stick with one number, not to confuse you. Let's say now you're 60 years old. You never made a decision your whole life for whatever reason, right? That's Dr. Phil shit, right? You never made a decision your whole life. Unfortunately, it wasn't your fault. It happened that way. You had a domineering parent, uh, may, or maybe an overshadowing sibling, whatever the case may be, uh, a psycho spouse, whatever. But you would—you n- never had a voice. You never were heard. You never were able to make a decision yourself. A lot of us grew up like that. So imagine that you're 60 now, and you lived your life like that, where you could not make one decision by yourself or for yourself. Now you're 60. You got nothing it's a topple it's a tabula rasa you've got a blank slate and not in a good way you've got nothing you're like brainless like soulless like there's nothing there picture like let, let me give you an analogy let's say god forbid you had an accident motorcycle accident car accident something like that right god forbid and now or stroke and now you got to learn how to walk again. you got to learn how to talk again. Or, let's say you weren't very athletic in your life, and all of a sudden now you've got to pick up pickleball, the great craze for senior citizens and whoever else, I don't even know, which I'm actually going to try. I want to try it, believe it or not. But anyway, let's say now all of a sudden you're 60, you want to play pickleball, and you You've never played it before. Let's say you never even played tennis before, even ping pong, right? And now all of a sudden you're you're in this pickleball league in Florida or wherever, right? And now you're moving in such a way you never moved before, right? You're using muscles you never used before. You're going to get hurt or maybe you can't do it. You don't have the range of motion, you don't have the muscle strength, you don't have the flexibility. Why? Cuz you've never done it. So imagine you've never made a decision your whole life and now you're 60? You, you don't have the muscle memory. When I was in law enforcement, right? A lot of law enforcement, I'm sure military stuff too, is, is muscle memory like shooting on the range or tactics, reloading, defensive load, combat load, you know, whatever, combat load with your shotgun, all these things that you learn in law enforcement of as we're going tactics and firearms a lot of that eventually hopefully becomes muscle memory so if god forbid you're in a shootout you know 5 years into the job 10 years into the job you're in a shootout all that training on the range twice a year kicks in and you're able to just pull your weapon on target you know aim sight it in take your double tap take your shots You know reload whatever the case may be like that's all muscle memory that's not being a like a tough cop or nothing that's not that's it's muscle memory from training twice a year on the range it's muscle memory that that hopefully gets you to survive a bad day that's what anybody in law enforcement will tell you that was properly trained and and now knows what they're doing it's about muscle memory right being able to pull out your gun Sight it in, shoot, reload, and not, and basically not freeze, because all of a sudden you're in a shootout. So it's about muscle memory, right? So that's that goes that that's for anything in life. So now, imagine you've got someone who can't make a decision because they never use that muscle. Your brain is a muscle, is it? I don't know. I know your heart's a muscle. Maybe I'm wrong. But imagine your brain was a muscle. Let's go with that. right I didn't do well in biology that's why I didn't get into medical school imagine your brain is a muscle right muscle like muscle memory shit like that right I'm let's let's say hypothetically brains a muscle if you never made a decision before you don't have that ability now you've never used those neurons or muscles or whatever you want to call it imagine never using neurons to make a decision for yourself and now you're 60 and you got to make a decision you can't it's impossible Right? So that's how that's the that's how I think this all starts. My guess is how this all started. By you never making a decision your whole life and now you you're fucked. At six you can't make a decision. So now you're 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 wallowing in in a quagmire of mediocrity. You're stuck in the mud. And that's so sad. You cannot move forward and you're useless to yourself. You're useless to the people around you and I know it hurts to hear it but that's the bottom line you're useless to yourself and you're useless to the people around you and sadly though for me I don't know I don't have an answer I wouldn't know what to tell somebody I wouldn't know if you were my brother or my friend I wouldn't know how to advise you for, for once in my life in this situation I'm a little speechless You know, the cat's definitely got my tongue. I don't know what to say. I have no idea. What do you do? I mean, clearly you're a stroke victim. You're learning to walk again, eat again, all that stuff. It's what they say. It's baby steps, right? But where are the baby steps in someone who can't make a decision? Like, I I don't know. I mean, this all came out today, and I wanted to wait till tomorrow, maybe to do this podcast to think about it some more and possibly come up with an answer. If I do I'll just do another podcast about it but right now I don't I don't know I don't I don't know a solution like are there baby steps in making decisions as an adult you're 60 years old you've never made a decision your whole life or a significant one so how do you start now at 60 making decisions how do you start behaving with purpose at 60 when you've never done it your whole life never done it How do you start making decisions and behaving with purpose i have no idea where do where do baby steps come into play making decisions i mean you know and it's it's sad too because i didn't realize until today that this so, so many things now make sense with this individual because they 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 couldn't they they could make decisions i knew that they didn't communicate well I think that's that ties into it too so I don't know you know what maybe let me this just occurred to me maybe because I noticed in this person this person doesn't communicate well they they're very confusing when they communicate they don't I should. they don't communicate effectively and that might be tied into not making a decision they're afraid to say certain things or they don't even know what to say so that's how the communication ties into this because it's, it's communications of behavior, right? So if you ha- if you spend your whole life not making a decision, you probably don't communicate very well or effectively these days either, right? Because if if you, you could make a decision, then it's the same thing for expressing a thought. You're afraid to either either express a thought. You're afraid it's going to be like you're going to say the wrong thing, or you have no idea what to say. Again, that tabula rasa. You got no, you got nothing. You're empty. So. Maybe the first step in some sense of, you know, recovery or, 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 or saving this situation, maybe the first step is to focus on how you communicate. That might be the first step. And if I come up with others, I'll certainly share them. But right now, let's, let's go with this. That might be the first step because i see a correlation between not making a decision and not being able to communicate i see the i just just occurred to me i see the correlation so maybe the first step is to is to make an effort to communicate effectively cuz this person does not communicate well i have told this person numerous times i do not even i don't understand what you're talking about cuz you know they they and first of all they text more than they talk that's a bad sign. That means they can't express themselves. And again, I know this is hard to hear, but you got to hear it. This person texts more than call, speaks because they, they can't communicate. They don't have the ability to communicate. Whether again, whether it's lack of confidence, whether it's afraid to say the wrong thing, whether you never, whether it's you never had a voice your whole life, right? That, that's the correlation to not being able to make a decision. Maybe that that overshadowing sibling or that overbearing parent or that psycho spouse took your vo- n- never allowed you to have a voice so now not only can you not make a decision by yourself but you don't need, you don't even know what to say so i think it it's 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 it, it's it's together it ties in so I, maybe the first step is to make a conscious effort to communicate better because this person is a horrible communicator the a this person texts way too much and even in text streams the person texts way more than the other person that's a bad sign number one the person texts way more in a stream than the other person that's a very bad sign and number two the person just texts more than talks that's a bad sign and then while the even even in the text i don't understand what this person is saying they're not you know it's bad enough that texts are brief but when when you when you text in such a way i mean it's 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 a it's a, it's a hindrance in itself texting because you can you can't convey what you really want to say so texting is bad to begin with especially relationships right but to to text to communicate via texting a a you have what's against you is is is, is it's too brief Right? but this person will text stuff that I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about and I've told him numerous times Like, and I would question mark I would send question marks as if to say what the fuck are you talking about the person will just text fucking random shit it's not, a, it's not first of all it's not, I, I, it's, I don't want to say it's not even compl- It's a complete thought it's not even a goddamn thought it's just like horse shit like a fucking emoji or a link to some shit Like, I don't get it. And again, it it ties into someone who can't make a decision. They don't communicate. They don't behave with purpose. They don't communicate with purpose. And it all came to light today, and I think it's so sad. It really is sad. And I know this is going to hurt somebody, but it's so, it's important. It's so fucking sad that you can't communicate with purpose meaning you meaning that which leads to ineffective communication and you're not acting with purpose which leads to just ineffective behavior ineffective life so I would say now the first step is to is to assess the way you communicate look at your text streams with other people and see see what I'm talking about and you'll see that it's all green for you as opposed to blue let's say right and then look at what you're saying are you saying anything of value are you communicating a full thought if you're just sending fucking emojis and links to fucking gifs and fucking um what other horse shit fucking links to videos from facebook or youtube clearly you're not communicating You're just sending shit, you're basically, what you're doing is, you're throwing shit against the wall and hoping something sticks. That's really what you're doing. In your communication and in your behavior, you're throwing shit out to the universe. That's why you got ugats, you're getting nothing. Because you're throwing shit out there. It's without purpose, it's shit. You're throwing horse shit out to the universe, you're doing stuff without purpose. You're literally vomiting to the universe and you're gonna get nothing back. And that's why you're in a you're in a you're in a quagmire of mediocrity because all you're doing is spewing horse shit. You're vomiting. You're not acting with purpose, you're not behaving with purpose, you're not communicating with purpose, and that's why you've got nothing. You got ugats, as they say in the time. You got nothing. And you have nothing but an empty life, and you have no hope until you make a conscious effort to behave, act, and communicate with purpose. You got nothing. There was an expression. There's always an expression, right? I, I, I mean, it came from I think military, law enforcement, maybe the corporate world. I don't know, but it's like what they're doing with Trump not, with, with Trump right now, right? The liberal assholes—they're throwing shit at the wall, hoping it sticks, like they're indicting him for everything. Hoping something sticks, to the point where the liberal media are saying, I remember this one schmuck was 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 interviewing somebody, but but he was like he's so anti-Trump. The uh, the uh, interviewer he's like, well, I mean, the guy's got to be guilty of something, right? He's got nine indictments. He's got to be guilty of something, right? See, that's that that attitude. You throw enough shit in the wall, on the wall, you hope something sticks. It's so sad. So, that's why I say assess the way you communicate. And then and then decide to communicate with purpose. I think once you start communicating with purpose, then you'll behave with purpose. And when you behave with purpose, I, I honestly, truly, in my heart believe your life will change. You might even actually have a life, but you have to, you have to live with purpose, right? What's Jay Shetty's podcast called? Is it live with purpose? I, I don't want to look it up. I can't look it up now. What is it? Live with purpose or on purpose, some shit like that, right? Live with purpose, right? I'm not the only guy saying it, right? Jay Shetty says it. It's got to be real, right? Because it's Jay Shetty, right? So anyway, that's the story. That's it. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's all I got. Have a great week, my friends. I will chat with you. Mañana.